Welcome to Spotlight, hosted by me, Alexis Bloomer. Most of you know me as a journalist or an author, but here, I'm just like you. I'm a girl who's going through a lot of the same things you are, and I'm ready to open up about topics and issues that us women think about daily. By coming into the light and opening up about my experiences, I hope to uplift and inspire you to see the light within yourself. Each week, I'll answer questions from real women and challenge you to start living your best life. Keep in mind, this is all my opinions and you are always encouraged to form your own as we go. But before we turn on the spotlight, you have to repeat after me. I am powerful. I am smart. I am beautiful and I am open to new challenges. Now, it's time for some girl talk. Have you ever had that feeling like your body is starting to close around you? You know, the feeling of the world coming down on you all at one time, even when everything's all right? I have. I mean, I've been the girl that has had so much anxiety about things that I can't control that my heart is racing so fast and I feel like I can't slow it down. So how is it possible for a girl that's 25 to feel anxiety about life? Is it because we fear what we cannot control? Or is it because we fear we're not good enough? You know, I looked up the word anxiety and it said, quote, there are multiple distinct types of anxiety. The most common is social phobia which is extreme fear of being judged by others. There's also panic disorder and generalized anxiety disorder, defined as a persistent and unrealistic worry. But all anxiety disorders share common denominators. Unlike depression, which is marked by unshakable sadness, they feel physically more like fear, with symptoms like insomnia, heart palpitations, and headaches, you know, nearly three quarters of afflicted adults develop symptoms by the age of 22. Here's the thing. Having anxiety does not make you less of a person. It does not make you weak. There are millions of people who are afflicted with this. So today we're going to really talk about how we can get past our anxiety. You know, I would like to say that I didn't experience any of this, but I did a few years ago. Um, I had several tests run on me because I felt run down and I was just exhausted. I mean, I had just opened my business, moved into a new house, and I was in the process of publishing my first book. And yes, I'll admit that I was tired and I was probably overworking myself, but that's just always what I've done. I've just pushed through it. And I work as hard as I possibly can for as long as I can until I hit a wall of exhaustion and need rest. And I'll admit it, it's not the healthy way of living. And I didn't realize it until the doctor that had run all these tests on me asked me to meet him in person. And of course, I didn't want to. I had way too much going on to take a day off and drive up to visit with a health specialist. But I did it anyway. And as I sat in this large conference room, I listened to the doctor tell me that I had the stress level of a 50-year-old Fortune 500 company executive. He said that if I continue to push myself this hard, I was liable to have a heart attack or a stroke at 24 years old. And as he was talking, I was trying to process what he was saying and being the overachiever that I am, I asked him what I could do. And he told me that I need to relax and breathe naturally. I mean, I pushed for more because that seemed way too simple to achieve. I needed a challenge. And that's when I really realized that I was living in a state of consistent pressure. I mean, I felt like I had to prove myself every day. And on the outside, I looked like I had it all. But on the inside, I was panicking. I stayed up every night unable to sleep. And I skipped lunch every day so that I could work. And then, instead of resting when I got home, I would obsess about my already tidy home. 
I had severe anxiety that was affecting my health and I had to make a change. Are you feeling this way right now? Because if you are, is it because of the fear of failure or the fear of judgment? That doctor that day prescribed something to me that could not be given over the counter, but rather practice daily. You know, I was told to slow down, to meditate, to breathe. And if you're to the point where you feel like you're about to break, do me a big, big favor right now. Take a deep breath. Now, let's talk about how we can overcome anxiety together. You know, there are two ways that most of us are programmed to be. Either we're overthinking, which usually leads to unnecessary drama, or we're over-worrying, which can really prevent us from living our lives to the fullest. And if you don't think that you fall under any of these categories, here are four other ways that the same article that described anxiety said that we let anxiety block us from living our best life. Number one, I'm not ready, aka procrastination. I mean, you feel like you have to be fully prepared to accomplish or do something well. Number two, but what if, aka excuse making. You look at every possible bad outcome and then you let that affect how you make your decision. Number three, it doesn't always work or it didn't work before. You let the past hold you back from trying something new or maybe you let others experience or dictate your next move. And then lastly, number four, trying to control everything. You get so caught up in trying to make sure everything is done right that you don't realize that sometimes you cannot change certain situations. This causes you to spend too much time and energy on what could have been done differently. So do you fall under any of those categories? If you do, you're not alone. There are millions of people that experience these feelings every day. I mean, I still feel them sometimes, but we cannot let the fear of life keep us from living in the fear of failure. Starting now, I want us to stop living in the helplessness mindset. I mean, if we continuously keep letting the doubt in our minds talk us into sitting on the sidelines, we're never gonna get better. So let's get better together. It's a challenge for all of us. It could be man, woman, child, adult, college kid, all of us. Let's do this together. So right now, I want you to do me a favor. Think about what's stressing you out. Is it work, your significant other maybe, a friendship, your family? I want you to think of the source of your stress. Okay, do you have it? All right, now think of what it's doing to stress you out. I know it sounds simple, but try. If you have anxiety, even over one silly thing, I promise it will start to translate into every aspect of your life. I mean, take work. You get to work and you're on the edge all day and then your boss is on your case about everything and you feel like you can't do anything right no matter what you do. By the time you go home, your spouse asks you, by the time you go home, your spouse is gonna ask you, how was your day? And you're probably so focused on that one thing that went wrong that you're not really engaging with what the, your partner is saying. I mean, if you're like me, no matter how your day was, you're always going to say, great. Then by the time you go to bed, you're lying awake, trying to think of ways that you can fix that issue the next day. Do you get what I'm saying? At no point in 24 hours did you let your mind relax. You were on edge and you were worried about something that was out of your control. I mean, do me a favor, just promise me this. When you get home from work or school or whatever else is taking a large majority of your time, I want you to not check your emails and then not worry about work. I mean, it sounds crazy. And obviously if you're a doctor or maybe a first responder, I don't suggest this, but if you're able to try to end your work day 
when you're leaving work or when you're leaving school. You have to have time where you can decompress. It's so important for your overall health. Also, you really have to find an outlet that brings you joy and makes your mind not worry about all the things that could go wrong. I mean, a large majority of things we worry about never end up happening anyways. So if it's what others think about you that worries you, then you need to find new people to surround yourself with. I mean, I'm not trying to be harsh, but the souls you surround yourself with should make you a better person, not a bitter person. Your anxiety comes from trying to portray something that a lot of times is not realistic. And as you know, I truly believe a lot of that comes from social media and what we see online. Social media is toxic to most of us. I mean, it started off as a way to make friends and reconnect with friends, but over time it's become this tool to compare our lives with our friends. We interact without ever actually having to interact. I mean, if you feel anxiety to look or be a certain way, it often stems back to when you log on to a social platform. And if that's you, I encourage you to decompress from it for a week. I mean, I'll admit it. It takes a lot to admit when something online controls that much of your joy. But unfortunately, a lot of us feel more stressed when we log on than we do when we meet up with our friends in person. I mean, think about that for a second. Think of all the comparing we do when we log on. Her body is better. Her house is bigger. She has the perfect boyfriend. Her car is nicer. My job isn't as good as hers. It took me no time to nail things we compare when we log on. So I know for a fact that if I had thought that at one point, you probably have too. I mean, comparison leads to anxiety. I mean, I truly believe that. It takes a lot to succeed in this world. And although the term used to generalize just around our careers, now you have to be successful and amazing at everything, all aspects of your life. And that is so exhausting and stressful, especially for young people. So how can we get past that? Make a change, challenge your anxiety and learn to breathe. I mean, I refuse to let you become the girl that is afraid to live because she's afraid of making mistakes or the outcomes not coming out the way she intended. First, I don't care where you are. Well, I mean, unless you're driving, I want you to stop what you're doing and I want you to close your eyes. Relax your spine and take a deep breath. Do it a few times so you can really feel your body start to loosen. I mean, when you're breathing heavy so much, it cuts off oxygen to your brain. And honestly, it makes it more difficult to use logical thinking, which really makes us overreact in the first place. I'm not someone that used to believe in meditation or even getting in touch with your inner self, as they say. And personally, I used to laugh at this idea, I thought it was ridiculous, until I started using it to help me sleep. On average, I would get probably four to five hours of sleep on a good night. I was constantly exhausted and drained. I mean, I know sleep is so important to your overall success. And if you're not sleeping, I encourage you right now to download the Calm app. I promise I'll link it in the podcast below when I get done. But in the Calm app, there's a sleep section. I know it sounds insane, but there are sleep stories. And each story lasts anywhere from seven to 14 minutes. And after all the times I've used it, and trust me, I have used it a lot. I have never been awake when the story ends. The soothing voices and all the breathing techniques will put you in a great slumber. And I promise you, you will learn to fall asleep faster and not overthink as you're lying in bed. The way you sleep can affect your entire day. And sometimes for a lot of us, our anxiety comes from the fear that we are too tired to complete the task ahead. So now that we've dealt with the insomnia aspect of anxiety, Let's talk about using something to distract. Well, now that we've dealt with the insomnia aspect of anxiety, let's talk about using something to distract ourselves from worry. Several people use exercise 
as a way to relax. And as my spirit animal, Elle Woods, would say, endorphins make you happy. I mean, it's true. When you're releasing endorphins, it slows down your cortisol production, which actually is a stressing hormone. So the next time you feel anxious, I encourage you to go for a walk and breathe. Sounds simple, but it works. Also though, you can pray. I ask God continuously to help me relax my anxious heart and for his will to be done and for me to just trust in his guidance rather than question it. I mean, when you start to feel like your walls are really caving in, I encourage you to retreat towards a quiet place and say positive words of affirmation over yourself and then maybe pray. I mean, over time, your worry will really, really start to go away. You'll start to release it. You don't need to worry about things you can't control. Another thing that really causes anxiety is a lot of times our stress comes from the realization that we didn't take care of something. I mean, we procrastinated or we didn't prepare ourselves and we let everyday life and we let everyday life and maybe fun interfere with the tasks ahead. And then we spend the last few minutes trying to do as much as possible and always come up short because we did not put our best foot forward. And if this is you, girl, come on, we got to get our lives together. Get a planner and write down every possible thing that you need to take care of so that you can hold yourself accountable. You're a smart girl and you're capable of so much when you actually apply yourself. And this goes for all of us, no matter our age. If this is you, I am challenging you to stop making excuses and organize your life. And I promise that will help decrease so many forms of anxiety in your life. Maybe you're stressing about your relationship. Take some time for yourself if you need to. I mean, if you spend a large majority of your day worrying about something with your significant other, then you're dedicating way too much time and way too much energy to something that should really, in the end, make your life easier. Talk to your partner and be open with them. So often we take and we take until it builds up like a hurricane inside of us and then we end up letting them have it all at once. I am so guilty of this. Just roll with the punches, Alexis. It'll all be okay. But if your partner is dedicated to your relationship, I promise you they will help ease your stress. They will reassure you when you're not feeling confident in yourself. Otherwise, they're complicating your life and you have permission to get rid of them. If it's going to help you have an overall healthy mindset, then it's not worth it to be with someone that is toxifying your life. I mean, it might sound harsh, but sometimes the best thing for your well-being is taking time alone and taking care of yourself. And I don't mean to dump your person if you don't need to, but instead just ask for more help around the house or with the kids or with anything that's truly stressing you out at the end of the day. A lot of times our partners don't know what we want because we do everything on our own. So honestly, how is someone supposed to make your life easier if you never ask for help? I'm an overachiever. I am extremely guilty of this, but I've gotten to the point now where I just ask. I try to make my day easier and I don't put extra stress on myself when I don't need to. I want you also to just laugh more often and look at situations really in a solvable way, not in a difficult way. A lot of times we overcomplicate things and it leads to more stress and we can't dwell on the things we can't control because it's just going to hold us in that moment forever when we should be moving forward, especially if it's someone else's issue. I have got to stress this. If they're not worried about it, you shouldn't spend your time worrying about it either. Let them deal with their own life. You got things to worry about. And then lastly, count your blessings. I mean, you have so much that you have to be thankful for. And although it might not seem like much to you, there's someone out there that would love to have the problems that you have. If you're healthy, if you have food, if you have a roof over your head and have someone that loves you, 
even if it's your dog, you are blessed, sister. Life is way too unpredictable to worry about all the small things. So we really need to refocus our energy on peace. I mean, that's what we're all striving for. So why is it so hard to attain? I mean, I'm busy, so I know your life might be hectic, but someone will always have it worse. So try to keep that in perspective. Next time you start to worry, please take a deep breath and recognize that God gave you the ability to tackle any obstacle with grace and passion. So don't ever lose sight of that. Anxiety might be an epidemic, but it doesn't have to epitomize who we are inside. And I don't want it to reflect on who you are as well. And I definitely don't want it to hold you back from being the best possible version of yourself. I know that this topic is so crucial to so many of you and a lot of you guys ask questions. So here are a few of them. Maybe they'll help you get through what you're going through today. Martha asked, how do you love someone with anxiety? I mean, being on the other side of a relationship with a person that experiences anxiety is really hard, but you just have to be patient with them. One thing that always helps me is that my partner always tries to help when he sees that I'm stressed. And even when I'm freaking out about everything, he assures me that it's all going to be okay. Sometimes you just need to do that with your friend or your partner or your spouse. Just assure them that at the end of the day, it's going to be okay. And you know, being on the other side of that, a lot of times you just have to be the strong one. And if your partner or friend has experienced this, just be there for them and listen. A lot of times advice doesn't always help the person. So preaching on them probably won't help. And the person that's experiencing anxiety will have a really hard time hearing it. I'm very guilty of this. I mean, they say that sometimes hugging the person you love can help calm them down, especially with someone that has social anxiety. I think I saw that actually on a Grey's Anatomy episode, but hey, it might work. If Yang can do it, you can too. So for me, I think I would, for personally, me personally, I think I would just use words of encouragement when they're feeling doubt. Just be assuring. That's the best thing you can do. And maybe ask your partner what would help them when they're experiencing anxiety for themselves. Kay asked, how do I explain to my significant other how I'm feeling when I get anxious? That is really tough. <laughs> I mean, a lot of times people can't explain what they're feeling. They just feel uneasy on the inside. I think try to tell him what you're feeling on the inside to the best of your ability and then maybe give him a chance to get help you through it. A lot of times um, anxiety comes from wanting approval from others and your partner will probably try to reassure you when you feel anxious if you just try to talk to him about it and explain it to your best ability. And he might not get it at first but really just help him walk through it with you so that over time maybe he can help you overcome it. And don't be afraid to explain yourself. I feel like the right person will understand, not judge. Haley asked, what are some of the things that trigger your anxiety and how do you try to guard your heart from them? For me, um, I have a deep need for everything to be perfect. And I know on the inside that that's not possible, but I really like things to be in order. And I realize that I get anxious when I feel like I'm not doing enough or succeeding enough. And you know, unfortunately, I'll sometimes lash out at others because I'm afraid I'm failing my own expectations for myself. And I really used to do this so bad, but now I have really tried to start asking for help because I personally like to overwork myself to the point of exhaustion. So I really want to encourage you. If you're a perfectionist like me, breathe and ask for help. It's all going to be okay at the end of the day. And if it's not okay, it's not over yet. So today's quote, comes from Shane McClendon and it says, I will breathe. I will think of solutions and I will not let my worry control me. 
I will not let my stress level break me. I will simply breathe and it will all be okay because I don't quit. Don't quit when things are hard for you either. You can do this. I believe in you. Go look for the best in today.